Hey, y'all, welcome back to the Late Night Vision Show. This is episode number 93, and I am Jason, owner of Outdoor Legacy. And as always, I've got my sidekick, Hans, from the Hans East Texas YouTube channel. What's going on tonight, buddy? Hey, Jason. Hey, take two of the intro was much better than the first one. I'm glad everybody didn't have to hear that because... Uh, uh, yeah, it was pretty... It was pretty bad. Well, you know, this is one of those nights where we're living up to the name. It is late. And uh, it is the late night vision show. We're starting very late. And uh, I can just thinking about all the things that I've got to do tonight. <laughs> and I know that it's going to be two o'clock before I go to bed, but that's okay because the viewers and Hans won't give us a week off. So that's right. we are going to, we're going to trudge through. And you know, this week is going to be one of those shows that's going to be a little different. And I think it's going to be a show that, uh, you know, our loyal listeners, which we do have a lot of guys out there that I know listen on the podcast apps and on YouTube every week. And uh, for whatever reason, I guess they're really bored and they don't have enough hobbies, but they, they, they come back every week and watch us and uh, listen to us. And, and I know there's a lot of those guys and we really do appreciate them. And this is going to be one of those shows that, uh, you know, Hans and I've got some things we want to talk about. We're going to shoot the bull about a couple different topics. And it's not one of those things where somebody that, you know, is coming here looking for some, you know, new information on the hottest, latest scopes. That's it's not going to be the show for them. This is just going to be something where, you know, Hans and I are going to shoot the bull and talk about some topics that we're interested in and some things that are uh, Hans has been going on with uh, yeah. recently. So anyway, let's well, yeah, you let's know, dive into it. it I, don't downsell the show now. I mean, it's going to be a great show. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be a good show. So, I, I just think it's not going to be one of those shows that the first guy, if you, if you, if you've never listened to this show and you come in here and you're like, Oh my gosh, this is just some guys talking about hogs and coyotes. You know, yeah. that's sometimes we do that. On we the talk show. about it all. Everything late night vision show talks about thermal night vision, hog predator hunting. We do it all, you know, and we've got some, uh, scope reviews to that are coming up. We're waiting for some new scopes to come in so we can test them and review them. And we've got all that coming up. We've got some interviews too that we're going to be doing, but it is very late. And I'm going to tell you one of the reasons is uh, my daughter's got home and said, Hey, we want to go to the uh, daddy science fair thing at the school. What? It's a daddy science fair deal. So <laughs> yeah, this was the last minute. So I take him up there and they may have you make like these uh, paper airplanes and stuff, and they have contests throwing them. And let me tell you, man, I am a world class paper airplane maker. You're a world class. Some I can think of a few things. World class but... <laughs> airplane maker, and oh, I've bragged about gosh. it to my kids for a long time, and they know that I think of myself in high regard to this. So they held all the dads make a paper airplane, and we had to get up in front of everybody. And there was lots of dads there, but we had to get up in front of the whole school and we had to have this contest and I made mine. I mean, perfect. Just the edges were creased out perfect. And I, I looked over at my daughters, they're way out in the audience. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm, I hope that I can live up to all the hype that I've been telling them over the years, how good I am. <laughs> uh, let me tell you, I gave this, my buddy Patrick was there, a good hunting buddy and his, we got kids that are in the same grade. I, I was, and I told him, I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. So it's all about technique. And <laughs> this, the way is a, this is something I didn't even know. Yeah, I didn't know that didn't you were a world class. And yeah, it's all about okay. technique. It is the way you design the airplane, but it's technique in the way you throw it. So let me tell you, I sling this paper airplane and I'm watching it. It's 
it is going far and it's going fast and straight. And I'm thinking, oh yeah, I'm going about to show out in front of all these all these kids and all these you know people that are here watching. I watch as that thing does a hundred and eighty degree turn. <laughs> And boomerangs <laughs> right back to me. And I look over and all the other dad's airplanes are flying all over the, I mean, way far out there. And I, I embarrassingly reach down and pick up my airplane that landed five feet in front of me. <laughs> and well, if the, if the point would have been to build a boomerang, you'd have won. Exactly. And I walk back to the chair with my head slumped and my kids are embarrassed because their dad was the biggest wimp in the whole place that couldn't make their airplane go further than 10 feet. So that was that was my night uh, before I have the podcast. So many questions about this. Yeah. So so many questions. Yeah. I I did that, and then we uh, we made this experiment where you put these uh, you know where you put this little tablet in this uh, solution and it makes it kind of explode, kind of like putting the Mimtos in the Coke bottles, and it kind of just explodes. Oh right. Well. Right. You know me. I'm talking while they're giving the instructions. I'm talking to my buddies about hunting. No joke. Talking to my buddies about this coyote hunt, hunt that we're about to talk about right now. And I was telling them how it went. And I wasn't listening. And I only put one tablet in instead of two. And you put it in this little uh, plastic container and put a lid on it, turn it upside down, and put it on the table. And it, it explodes and shoots straight up in the air. I only put one tablet in. Oh. Everybody did theirs. All of them popped at the same. And I'm talking about. A hundred of them. There's a bunch of people that are doing it. A hundred of these pop at the same time. All the kids are like, ooh, ah, oh, that's awesome. Mine has not done anything. <laughs> and the guy's like talking and goes on to start talking. Three minutes later, after everybody's gone, gone off, mine pops up in the air, almost hits a teacher, and everybody's looking around like, what is going This guy's thing. What did he do wrong? And again, kids are embarrassed. But anyway... That, you know, I tell you what, it's it next time bad. you have it one of these bad. deals, let me go. Your your daughters are uh, are are beautiful little girls and I they, they don't need to be embarrassed they don't. of their dad. They need to I, I need to go up there and show them how it's done. I can I'll, no longer I'll at least listen. <laughs> I can no longer claim to be a world class paper airplane maker. But hey, that I wanna funny. say um I want to give a shout out to uh, last week I talked about that I went to the Ducks Unlimited or was going to the Ducks Unlimited banquet uh in Sulphur Springs, Texas. And met a fan of the show, uh, Mr. Jace uh, Thompson. He was there, come up, said hi. Said he was a fan of the Late Night Vision show, watched all the episodes. So I wanted to say hi to him and and uh, thank him for coming up and saying hi and, and listening to the Late Night Vision show. You uh, you are wow. one cool cat if you're listening. So so. So there's there was one guy who uh, who knew who you were. Did you did you wear that sharpie out? I was just curious. If, uh, you know, <laughs> no, I, I didn't. No, I didn't. No. I didn't. But it was it was a great uh, event. Um, lots of shotguns. Uh, I'm looking for. Tell all us the, how many you won. How none, many did you win? None. I can count them oh, on on you know a zero, a big zero. But zero. I, I you know I did I put did put down some money, a good amount of money, and didn't come home with uh with anything. But you know I was looking. I, I'm not a shotgun guy. You know, I, I've got them. I, I dove hunt from time to time, but you know, I'm into the rifles and stuff. They didn't, they had some rifles, but nothing I was 
you know, dying to have, but, um, it was a fun time. So thank you, Mr. Jace Thompson. Uh, great event. Good to see you. We got to talk about hog hunting and he invited me up there to go hog hunting with him. So I'm, I have to probably have to take him man. up on that. Yeah. Put, oh man. Hey, I'll go shoot hogs anywhere. Well, I'll take that I back. Know. Not anywhere. I have, Not anywhere. <laughs> I have my boundary <laughs> limits, but, uh, yeah. he's still in t- East Texas, but also we had the Conway farms, um, predator hunt contest this weekend and man it has opened up a huge um it has opened my eyes to the whole tournament crowd because there's a there it's a big uh it's a big deal and a lot of teams that travel around and do this i, I want to say professionally but it it, it kind of seems like that that way that how many you know how many teams are doing this and traveling all over the state sometimes all over the country to do it uh but I want to thank Tucker Conway putting on a great uh, tournament. Uh, my uh, other teammate, Mr. Blake Davis, uh, we were m- missing uh, Monty. Uh, Monty didn't make it this year, but we had a good showing. So um, we were the only team that got every animal that was on the list. So we shot uh, three coyotes, a bobcat, a fox, two raccoons, and a boar. And we so we covered the gamut, but we did not win. We really didn't even come that close, uh, to tell you the truth. Uh, but Tucker, he specifically told me, he said, Hey, um, man, on the last week's episode, I didn't, you didn't talk at all. I heard you, you say a couple words and that was about it. That old Jason talks the whole time. And, uh, I was, I said, Hey, this week's show is just for you because I'm going to be talking a lot because right. I had a lot to say That's about right. this contest. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm going to be over here uh, filing my taxes or something. I'm not yeah. <laughs> no, it, it the contest. So I want to talk a little more about this. So this yeah. is and we mentioned this before on the show, but this is a 24, 24 hour hours. contest. Now, when I hear that there's a contest and it lasts 24 hours, uh, I think that means you have 24 hours. Yeah. To, to actually compete in this contest. No different than I've heard of some of these contests that might last a week or a month. Hans believes that you have to be awake and hunting the entire That's time. Not, so if, yeah. if he was to enter a month-long contest, I think he would eventually die of you know lack of sleep because he thinks you've got to stay up and hunt the whole time. And I we, this this boy ain't doing that. We hunted hard. Let me say... We, um, Last year we took a one hour nap. This year we did not take any naps. Uh, we knew that we mm. were, we saw, um, we didn't see, you know, for East Texas, we saw uh, quite a few coyotes. They were hanging up way far away. It was a real bright moon. Uh, it was hard to hide. Um, but we did, uh, we did fairly well. I, I was proud of our effort. And like I said, we were hunted really hard. Um, I don't know exactly what place that we came in out of 23 teams, but we were not in the bottom half <laughs> of the, the competition. <laughs> a, a team, a good team out of West Texas uh, won it. They they had 17 coyotes. Uh, they were far and above the, the win, you know, as far as numbers, way ahead but of it. But they didn't kill those in East Texas. They hunted no, they were, they come north from, yeah, or west. Or, yeah, they were, they were from, I guess, northwest Texas, and they traveled all, all the way here. So I'm glad they were in the contest. They did, a, obviously, a fantastic job. Mm, and, uh, you know, 17's a bunch. 17's yeah. a bunch, especially East Texas. We don't even see that many coyotes in a night. Um, no. And, and the ones that we got, we worked hard for. We uh, put in a lot of effort uh, to do so. So I, I was uh, happy with what we did, but 
we did not rest at all. Um, we did not sleep. The guys promised me a nap. I'm still a little bit bitter about that, but they wanted to. That's what happens when you hunt with guys that are a lot younger than you are. But yeah. they, they, uh, you know, we knew that we weren't doing as good as we need to do. So we kept pressing on and we made, gosh, I can't tell you how many, how many sets we made dozens of sets, uh, in that night. And, uh, we probably saw a total of seven or eight coyotes. Um, we killed three of them. Uh, we missed a couple that were 300 yards away. <laughs> they were a long ways away and running. Uh, so it, everyone was hard to get to, but Hey, I want to uh, congratulate, um, the winner of the outdoor legacy drawing for the free site, Mark Wraith, Mr. Grant Becker, who uh, was the lucky gentleman that got their name drawn out of a hat. So he won the free site, Mark Wraith for the, the raffle that we had, but, um, I did, I came home empty handed completely just, uh, well, well, he went home empty handed too, because we actually had sold out a race. We out. had to give him a, uh, an IOU. I, uh, Tucker said so, it has to be yeah. the fanciest IOU that you've ever gotten. And, uh, well, it, yeah, it, it was fancy, yeah. but yeah, no, we, we will, uh, uh, we're going to get him a wraith. We've got some that should be coming in by the end of the week and, yep. uh, we'll be back in stock. We'll be getting him a race very soon. So that's, that's awesome. But we had a huge turnout. I, I mean, three or four times bigger than we had last year for the Conway uh, Farms Predator Hunt. But, man, so I started looking at some of these because now I'm like, we've got to really up, up our game if we're going to compete in some of these big tournaments. You know, we're just some East Texas hog hunters. Um, the only time we are shooting coyotes, if it, if one's stupid enough to come out when we're trying to call hogs. <laughs> I mean, really, we're not – we never go out and say, tonight we're only coyote hunting. So everything's focused around hogs where we are just not a ton of coyotes. But man, some of these um, tournaments, you can win some major money. So I'm I'm mm-hmm. looking right now uh, the the West Texas Big Bobcat Contest. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it. I didn't know it existed. Uh, I actually found it a few months ago somehow accidentally online, and that is insane. It, What's the tell them the deal? So it's obviously Big Bobcat Contest. So the the major payouts are for the largest bobcat. First place. Um, uh, I guess this was this year's results. What's the heaviest bobcat? Heaviest bobcat, biggest heaviest bobcat. So first place paid out fifty thousand dollars for the big bobcat, <laughs> and they paid out. Uh, first place was fifty thousand. Second place was twenty eight thousand. Third, third uh, was twenty one. Fourth place was fourteen thousand. Wow. And fifth place got seven thousand. And the the biggest bobcat heaviest bobcat was 34 pounds and Mm. the fifth place uh bobcat was 30 pounds only a difference of four pounds Uh, and they paid out over a hundred thousand dollars in payouts just on big bobcat do you know do you know how long that contest goes i mean it's more than one night i mean it's like a is it a month or a week or that's a good question i i don't know but they i I know this i know it's not just like a night i mean it's a while you have a while but golly that's crazy and they also had jackpots for most gray fox um a team Mm. got 94 most coyotes uh was 37 coyotes and most cats was five and they all paid seven thousand dollars but man there are so many turn. This is tournament season around here. There's a lot of tournaments going on. Hog tournament. Uh, I think uh, we're going to have a hog tournament at the end of April. So, Jason, it is not a 24 hour tournament. I think it's going to be more like a an 18 hour tournament or Who, something. Who's putting this on? 
I think Conway Farms in Murchison. Wow. Yeah. And so okay, it's it I hadn't even been, heard of that. It hasn't first, been officially. Yeah. yeah, it's not officially announced. Um, <laughs> it's official because you just announced it. But uh, <laughs> we uh, we're, we're definitely thinking it's going to happen. There's such a huge turnout for the the Predator one. A lot of people wanting the hog tournament here in East Texas. So I, I think uh, I think we're going to do it. But I got to see what. Mr. Jason wants to give up this this time around. <laughs> I think I think we're going to raffle off a free guided hunt with Mr. Jason Robertson, yeah. outdoor legacy owner. Uh, c- c- come on down, yeah. yeah free I guided bet. hunt. So you you've already roped me into giving away uh, a five hundred dollar rate. Yeah. What's this going to cost me? As right. long as you're not. Not long as we're not giving away a, a, a Envision Halo LR or yep. something, then we're doing okay. So we've got that coming up. But you know, you you've been talking about, and there's a lot of people that call in. It uh, it was what a month or two ago, but calling in for specific scopes for a big tournament called the Eastern. Is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, no, that's that was in January. Okay, yeah, the, yeah. the Eastern. I'm not super familiar with it, but I know a lot of our listeners are, and it's going to be. Uh, I'll say something be wrong, but it's the <laughs> the Eastern predator calling contest and i know that's east of the mississippi and yeah. it is a, a a very big hunt uh big money payouts and uh, i mean these guys it's amazing i don't know how many guys were in this thing oh, uh, but but a bunch i mean i just had so many guys calling so well i need to get this scope by such and such so i can you know hunt in the eastern i'm like good gravy i mean i just kept hearing that over and over and i was like there's got to be a lot of people but you know this is getting to be a big deal and there is money i know that uh glenn guess uh you know a friend of the show from hog zombies Glenn texted me the other day and was showing me uh, the Wise County uh, in North mm-hmm. Texas there. Uh, they've got a, a big hog contest, and, and it's based on weight. And I believe I, I had the stuff in front of me earlier. I was looking at it. Basically, I think it goes for, I don't know if it's a couple of weeks or a month. It's a while. But it's just a, it's a heavy hog contest. And first mm. place was 30 thousand dollars where did they get where where did they get all i I mean it's got to be from entries it's just entries it's that many people entering and hang on let me see if i still got this thing pulled up uh i'll try to look it up right here real quick so yeah here we go hang on let's look at the the heaviest hog here it is i'm sorry uh get this pulled up as while you're looking up that yeah yeah. while you're looking that up i'll tell you so we had side pots for the heaviest hog um Mm -hmm. and the and then obviously it's just a one night tournament but heaviest hog uh was 215 pounds i'm sorry not 215 244 pounds was heaviest hog uh the heaviest um biggest bobcat was 25 pounds heaviest coyote was 43 pounds and um obviously the 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 biggest stringer was 17 coyotes and two bobcats so i mean we had we had some pretty good sized stuff 244 pounds is not a small hog but uh uh, Jason was saying, that, what about all those 300 pound hogs that are living in everybody's backyard in East yeah. Texas that everybody yeah, takes pictures exactly. of? Exactly. So here you go. Th- <laughs> yeah. This thing's been going on for, for a while now. Uh, and the heaviest hog is 308 pounds. Mm-hmm. The second heaviest hog is 303. The third is 299. I mean, and the contest is still going. So yeah. h- here you go. It's been going for, for a while and the heaviest hogs basically, 
uh, what did I say? 308 pounds. So all these yep. guys that you go, oh, man, I killed a four or 500 pound hog. I got them all over my place. Well, man, you could go win $30,000. You got to enter this contest. Uh, yeah. I mean, if yeah. it, even if it costs you a hundred bucks, at least you're, Hey, you don't, it's just like the ducks unlimited banquet. You're not going to win anything unless you play. So you got <laughs> to play, take a chance. But yeah. you know, with the, with these well, big payouts, you know, that opens up these these teams that are basically professional that travel around and do that. I'm talking about, you know, the, on the coyote hunting deals, the, the high rack trucks, you know, yeah. with well, the speakers all around them and oh, everything. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you something else that opens up. And, and I mean, I just – I'll say it. And if, if anybody has been involved in any kind of a contest, and I don't care if it's a, a you know, little league, if it's mm-hmm. – if yeah. you put $30,000 or 50000 or even a lot less than that, you start getting that kind of money, people are going to cheat. Yeah. And that's, that is my concern. Oh, yeah. Glenn texted me and he said something about, you know, uh, showed me those payouts, $30,000 for first. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, he made some comment about, I don't know, ought to enter. I don't know what he said. And I said, I wouldn't waste my money. I said, because somebody's going to cheat for that much yeah. money. And I mean, I was being being sarcastic. Yeah. And, and you, you know, you don't like to think that, but yeah. good yeah. gracious. I mean, it's enough yeah. money to, to make, you know, a dishonest man will, will, you know, he'll try to get in there and hopefully he gets caught if he, if he yeah. did. But so, yeah, that's a lot of money. But, yeah, these traveling teams that go around and they have rigs that are for coyote hunting with high racks and everything. And you know, we're talking about these tournaments and with the the West Texas Big Bobcat tournament, the the Eastern out on that. And there's so many more. I mean, that we're not even mentioning and talking about. But the reason why we highlighted a couple of these is because the the crazy payouts that that they're coming up with. But you know. It, it, there, we were coming into a time where, uh, especially when the Eastern was coming around, they were calling about specific scopes, you know, and, mm-hmm. and we did a show that on, on, you know, the, our favorite, uh, you know, thermal scopes for coyote hunters. And, and, you know, one that was always popular, obviously was the, the Pulsar trail XQ 50 at, uh, 2.7 base magnification. Now you got the Pulsar trail XQ 50 LRF, um, but you know now moving into 2020, there's some uh, some favorites that are kind of uh, been moved out, discontinued, or moved on, and and we've got some scopes that are kind of replacing that for coyote hunters. And uh, you know one thing you want to talk about, you know, is that Pulsar Thermion uh, XM38 is going away this year. So that four power base it's going away right sc- now. Yeah, yeah, it's gone. <laughs> Not to mention. That FLIR 530, the PTS 536 is gone. That's a four power. Another favorite uh, for some of these guys that are entering. Because I remember they would call us and be like, I've got this big t- coyote hunting tournament. Oh, yeah. And and we tell you, hog hunting is very popular for us because we're from the South and that's what we, you know, we have a bunch of them. So it's popular for us. But nationwide, coyote hunting is way more popular. Just think about it. There's no hogs all over the country, but there's coyotes that's everywhere. That's right. That's so right. coyote hunting is way more popular, you know, nationwide than than hog hunting could ever be. So these guys were calling up, and they knew the scopes that they wanted. But now those scopes are gone. <laughs> yeah, it, it's been uh, it's been really really tough, and yeah. I don't know what we're gonna do. We're we're in a tough time. So you know, Hans mentioned it. Uh, the Trail XQ50, the, the non-LRF version, mm-hmm. 2.7 power, very popular with coyote hunters. It's gone. Um, it is still available in the laser rangefinder model. 
which is going to be good. I'm glad that's there. Then, uh, you know, we had the Thermion XM38, which is a four-power scope. Uh, it's being discontinued. There's a few of those dribbling in right now, and we'll probably see those for just a little while, but, n I mean, tiny, tiny numbers of those, and then it's literally going away. Uh, you said it, the 536, which I think is probably, you know, arguably the most popular thermal mm -hmm. rifle scope for coyote hunters. And I mean, it is, I had so many guys calling, right. uh, I man, I had a guy call the other day that, um, between him and his buddies, they've got five of them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he called me and he said, man, I, I want to buy a third. And I was like, yeah. a third. He's like, well, I've got my kid hunting. He said, you know, now I got my wife hunting and I've got another yeah. kid coming up. He said, I want to have a third one and I want a 536. And I was like, well, have you heard the bad news that Fleer's no longer making these and selling them to hunters? And he was like, yeah. do what? He was yeah. just absolutely blown away. And he was like, that's all we use. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, don't know what to tell you, you know? So anyway, it, that's a big, big blow to the coyote hunters. So I, right now... And that is a, a phone call we're getting a lot is, hey, I'm coyote hunting. What do I need? I want some magnification. Yeah. You can go up to the Thermion XM50, super popular. It's right. five and a half power, which to be honest, you know, for Hans and I down here in the south and, and hunting, um, you know, even the big fields we hunt, you, you know, you could get by with it, but we just don't need that kind of magnification. And so it's it's hard for us to imagine, but man, I've sold a lot of those things yeah. and guys do love them. If they're shooting out there a lot over 150 yards uh, yeah. and on big fields, open country, uh, they really, really like them. So that scope is still around. I, and um, I'm surprised, um, you know, you and I talked before it really started coming out, but I'm surprised at how popular it is because, man, it, it's hard to keep those things in stock. because uh, we, we can't are, keep them in stock. People yeah. are calling for them and asking specific. They love that 5.5 base magnification on that, on that well, on XM 50. And it's, it's a great seller. It is. It really surprisingly, I, I've sold more of those in the last six months than I thought I'd sell in two years. I mean, I really <laughs> yeah. just did yeah. not expect it. Right. And I think one thing, and, and I don't know that everybody knows this, uh, but, but it has made it, you know, when I kind of get on the phone and people ask about it, I can explain it. I think it probably helps sell it is that if you compare that scope, the XM50 is five and a half power. The FLIR PTS736 that's now mm -hmm. gone, it was a six power scope. So you would say, yeah. oh, they're basically the same. But there's two key differences. One, the FLIR736 was $4,795, so it's $4,800. The yeah. XM50 was $3,800, so it's $1,000 less I will say that the 736 had a better image quality just because it had a huge 75 millimeter yeah. objective and that boson core. But here was the big difference. And the reason the 736 was never a good seller, it had a 16 foot horizontal field of view at 100 yeah. yards. Whereas that XM50, you're looking at around 24 foot. Well, 24 foot is the same field of view that the PTS 536 has. Mm -hmm. So you think about it, if you're just, you know, that field of view is very, very important. When you get it too narrow, you can't do anything. Well, that XM50 yeah. is operating just like the 536. So that's basically right. allowed it to sell a lot. So uh, kind of going in circles here and talking about scopes that are gone, but the XM 50 is a good, good option. 
uh, coming out. It will be several months, uh, but the, the Pulsar Thermion uh, XM38, I'm sorry, XQ38 yep. and XQ50, a two and a half power and a three power respectively. Those are going to be very popular. We've got guys already throwing down $100 pre-order deposits. I mean, and that's the Coyote Hunters. I mean, they're the, on the yeah. three power, most of those guys are like, I'd like to have four, but this is better than, you know, nothing. Mm-hmm. And I, maybe I don't need five. And so a lot of guys are moving that direction. But uh, I, I do admit that 2020 is is going to be a, a more trying time for coyote hunters if you're wanting that four power because those those options really just aren't going to be there like they were you're going to have to get down in that three or or kind of get up above it yep yep or if you mm-hmm. like uh if you the envision halo lr obviously it's much more expensive but it's a uh the best oh, you can get yeah. on the market at three and a half power 640 uh resolution on a bae 12 micron core and I mean, most beautiful image that you'll see in a thermal, uh, you know, yeah, but I, a lot of, and those have been selling like crazy too here lately. Uh, yeah. Uh, we, we've know. sold a lot and, you know, it's a $7,500 scope. And I, I think we can't not mention, uh, the, you know, Trigicon Mark three, uh, mm-hmm. 60 millimeter, you know, that's a four right. and a half power scope. And I know a lot of coyote hunters that just absolutely are in love with it because of that magnification and that same BAE. But you know, you're looking at, at nine grand for that. So yep. that's, I mean, that's a commitment. I mean, this, don't get me wrong. All these scopes are a commitment, this kind of money, yep. but it does make that, that, uh, Halo LR very enticing for, for yep. the, somebody in that price range at 7,500 for sure. It, and I also, I talked to a guy and this the first time I heard it, but he actually preferred coyote hunting with a night vision scope. That he he actually preferred it. Um, he liked the sight mark wraith because it's you know the the magnification, the base magnification on it. And he said where he is, um, you know, in the uh, uh, the plains area where you can see a long way, he's got a, mm-hmm. a real high powered sniper hog light IR light, mm-hmm. and he can see an ID at you know eight hundred yards with it. You know, from where the the conditions he's hunting, and he said mm-hmm. he preferred it. He said he can see better with it now. I mean, we is can he have spotting discussions. with thermal. Uh, he's spotting with thermal. He is yeah. spotting with thermal. That but he makes prefers, more sense. Sure. And he prefers because he, he finds them at the thermal, but he prefers shooting uh, long range with that sight mark wraith, which you know, right there at the four power range. Um, you know, it's it's a a great unit for for doing that. I actually used it. Um, in the coyote hunt, but I actually used it during the day, uh, or, or I do use it during the day. So, um, I, I just like to be able to record and have some daytime footage with it. We did not shoot any daytime coyotes. So we're, <laughs> that is our, uh, we are not set up and we kept saying it the whole time. We are not day daytime coyote hunters. We, we do better at night. We only, for the two years in a row, we only shot coyotes between, 12 a.m. and 6 a.m. We two years running. We are not good at hunting during the day. Uh, we the problem is we don't hide very well, and our camo game is not on point. Uh, we <laughs> we're out there. He didn't tell you he's calling from the truck. Got the truck calling from the truck. <laughs> we're driving the mule right up yeah. to our spot and, and hanging the the rifles right <laughs> on the mule. But no, we you know I told them I'm going to buy you know a. Three hundred dollar Cryptek 
camo set, just like, you know, suit that all the pros wear, you know, next time, you know, cause we're just standing out there like sore thumbs and blue jeans. And, you know, last year, uh, Monty, one of our guys, he was wearing, a uh, denim blue bib overalls <laughs> out there. So, you know, we, uh, I have to give Monty a hard time cause he wasn't here this year, but, um, it's, uh, you know, we got to get our, got to get our camo, camo straight. You know, so you're telling Texas. me you weren't looking like, uh, James O'Neill and O'Neill Ops. No, you weren't, you weren't no. camoed into the brush and. In East Texas, we, all of our camo, none of the camo that we wear is matching. So you got a different yeah. color camo top, different color pants, you know, the hat's a different color camo yeah, or different know. style, but, uh, that's, that's East Texas for you though. That's yeah, just the, that's, that's the way it is. it is. But, uh, you know, with, with the scopes that we talked about, um, and the options coming out, you know, we're still a ways away from those, uh, XQ Thermions coming out. And yeah. that's been the, the big, uh, the big buzz about them sh- announcing it at SHOT Show, people calling and we're having to say, you know, it's, it's still, uh, uh, you know, several months out before those are, st- are starting to hit the dealers. So kind of yeah. the the coyote hunters and hog hunters that are waiting for these scopes, y'all aren't the only one that are out there hanging, waiting on them because the dealers are dying for them right now. And I yeah. know that we, we're wanting to get anything we can get our hands on. Yeah, we need inventory. And the other thing is we get a lot of these questions. I mean, I'm just getting them daily. Uh, and it's how does – how does XYZ scope compare to something that's not yet released? And yeah. it's like, we cannot tell you. I mean, uh, I, I know there's people who will. I know there's guys who'll say, oh, well, it's better because I can tell you what it looks like on paper. And yeah. yes, we've looked through them in, you know, in convention centers. And, and you know, when we were up there in, in Mansfield at, you know, Pulsar's facility, but we, you know, until we get it in the field, we mm-hmm. just can't give comparisons and say what it's going to look like. Uh, I mean, I can right. tell you what I what I believe it's going to look like, but we can't make comparisons. So I'm ready to get my hands on them. Uh, and it this is this is the time that it's like you know a kid waiting on Christmas for us because uh-huh. I know they're they're saying like May and June for these new XQs, and so mm-hmm. that's a ways. I mean, it's it's going to be a while. So we just gotta got to sit these- back and and wait. We've got these AGM scopes that a lot of people are talking about. I know that we're getting uh, our hands on a few models here very soon that you and I are going to be testing in uh, and, and some monoculars. We, we, we'll have them before this show airs, hopefully. If if, yeah. if UPS or FedEx doesn't, doesn't drop the ball, we'll have them in, uh, in 24 to 48 hours for sure. So, we're yeah, we're going to take some time. Uh, Jason and I are going to hunt with them. We're going to take them out, use them out in the field. Jason has already given me permission to drop mine off the roof. And so let's see if he's still, because he wants me to put it through the ringer. He wants me to put it we're, through the test. We're going to put him through the ringer. I mean, we've got to, I mean, this he said is, he wanted me to drag mine behind the mule, uh, the, to see I, if this thing, I, I want to be damage. clear. I want to, I want to back this up. A <laughs> you heard it here first. Here's what I said. I said, I want to drag it behind my ranger. I, I'm the guy paying for it. I want to yeah. be the guy that ties the rope to it and drags it around and then see how it works. I don't want Hans to do it because I, at the end of the day, I end up with a tore up scope. Maybe I want to be the one to do it. I don't he want wants to be the one it, tearing it up. Well, exactly. Me. But, but yeah, but, but the problem is, is that I'm getting them first to test. So he's got to get is. them second. So he's going to be the one to try to probably tear them up. But yeah. uh, I'm serious about it. We got to put them through the ringer. We got to see yeah. what they're going to do. Um, and, and I'm being a little 
a, a little facetious, but but not. I mean, I want I want to simulate several months of use of of just you know banging them around, dropping them around some, see how they hold up, and see what they do because we're we're excited to get our hands on them and and see. Yeah, so stay tuned for some AGM. Hopefully, some uh, good AGM talk here pretty I hope soon. So, well, well, I <laughs> hope so. We're gonna, no bigger fans yeah. of them wanting to be uh, good than than Jason and I because we definitely want to be able to to share them with everybody and and uh, put people in them. So that's yeah. uh, that's kind of what we're focused on right now. But hey, um, this has been Coyote tournament hunting talk this week on episode 93 (laughs) of the late night vision show again uh our team did very well we didn't win but you know at the end of the day it wouldn't be right for us to win our own tournament that's what i keep telling myself to make myself feel better uh whatever makes you feel whatever but we hey it was a great time seeing everybody there got to meet a lot of new people uh, a lot of people uh watch the late night vision show they watch all the videos and they they watch the hans east texas uh, hog hunting and coyote hunting videos on the YouTube. So, uh, it was good to meet them and, you know, next year we'll get them. That's, uh, we're going to, we're actually going to put some time and practice in this year. I think I'm going to get together with those guys and my teammate. We're going to come up with a better strategy. Well, well, I was, I was getting uh live updates from Hans. I was, he was texting uh, me and, and, and he told then, me to stop. He told me the live updates though, needed to stop at 1am cause that's I, when he was going to go to bed. Exactly. And about <laughs> 1230, I said, what's the latest I'm going to bed. I want my last update for the night and it, it wasn't ex- looking good at 1230. No, it was not looking good. I, I was, getting up to go to church the next morning i got up and texted him and i was like i was pleasantly surprised they'd killed a few more things so it was looking yeah we we did good between 12 and 6 that's our that's our prime time but hey uh again want to thank all those guys for showing up it was a great turnout uh thank you outdoor legacy for being one of the the sponsors the title sponsors of the uh of the event and uh, there will definitely be a next year because we've grown this tournament a lot. And so we want to thank all those. And, hey, if y'all are out there doing the coyote hunting tournaments, hog hunting tournaments, it is a great, it's a great way to meet other people uh, that enjoy the hobby just as much as you do. And it's, it is very competitive, um, especially if there's a lot of teams. There's a big chance that you don't win something. But, man, I tell you what, the experience that – you get from doing something like that, the fellowship with the other hunters out there. It is a community, whether you're coyote hunting or hog hunting or both. It's a community of people that share the same passion, and it's good to be able to to be in front of those people from time to time, you know. And uh, it's just like you know when you when you go to church and you have fellowship at church, and uh, you get a chance to become a family uh, with the people that you go to church with. It's the same thing uh, in the hog hunting community. So it, it's. Uh, it's a good time, and, and I would encourage anybody out there to, if you've never done it before, put your buddies together, sign up, and enter some tournament. It doesn't have to be a, a big one, but just try it. Just try it once. Uh, Jason, I'm trying to talk Jason into it. Hopefully, he'll do the one in April with us, the hog, the hog hunt tournament, but I don't know if it's going to happen. We'll he see. said, yeah, my, my complaint is the, uh, is the, the 2 a.m., to 6 a.m. And he's like, well, it's only going to be 18 hours. But somehow I think that the 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. is going to be included in there. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. But, hey, if y'all are interested and purchase anything night vision or thermal optic, uh, please give Jason a call at 877-350-1818. This show uh, would not exist if it wasn't for Outdoor Legacy, Um, not just because – 
we have a co-host that actually that <laughs> that owns the company. Uh, but they're the ones, uh, you know, you and Outdoor Legacy fund this show, which there's a lot of manpower, man hours, time, uh, production cost. Um, and, the, you know, we went to Vegas uh, just basically just to to put together a show or I went to Vegas to, to put together and produce a show, actually several shows uh, yeah. for this podcast. So thank you outdoor legacy. Again, um, if you're interested in um, purchasing anything related to night vision or thermal, please give Jason a call. You can find the website at outdoor Again, the phone number eight seven seven three five zero one eight one eight. You will not find a company. Uh, I think that has better customer service and people, uh, call us all the time and ask questions. And, and again, I know I've said this before, um, you, may, you may not buy from us. That's okay, but we would love to have a chance to earn your business. And uh, I know that after the end of the phone call, um, you will at least uh, gain something, I hope. Some perspective, some knowledge about what we're talking about. Jason and I are passionate about uh, hog and predator hunting using night vision and thermal. And we test all this stuff and we test all these optics. And um, I think that... Uh, uh, you'd be hard pressed to find a couple gooder boys, gooder boys to talk to. Does that sound right? Gooder boys. boys. Yeah. From East gooder Texas, boys. we're gooder boys. <laughs> we're gooder boys to talk to you than the good old boys like good us to boys. talk to you. But, yep. uh, so give us a call. And uh, if you want to find the late night vision show, all the past episodes are on www.thelatenightvisionshow.com. Uh, you can also find the late night vision show on Instagram. Also on Facebook, you can find me, uh, on YouTube, by the time you watch this episode, uh, Thursday, February, I don't know, 12th, 13th, somewhere around there, 13th, uh, I will have surpassed 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. Whoa, I didn't know that. So 10,000 subscribers. I want to thank everybody out there. I know there's a lot of people that are subscribing to this, uh, to my channel on YouTube. Also watch the Late Night Vision Show, and they're coming over to subscribing. So thank you all very much. 10,000 subscribers is a big deal. It happened very fast. Uh, but please go check out the YouTube uh, channel for that. Also on Instagram, Hans ETX. And uh, Jason, where can they find you, bud? Well, they can find, as you said, already gave the phone number, the address. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook, uh, YouTube as well. Uh, we're so busy. We're just really not, uh, you know, doing justice on social media right now. We're, we're spending yeah. uh, all of our hours on the phone, replying to emails, uh, producing this show. So I'm putting most of my time into the late night vision show right now. Absolutely. Yeah. But we, we definitely, uh, as things slow down, got some plans for some social media stuff and YouTube, we'll be getting back into it, but yeah, you can find us there yeah. and we do appreciate y'all for coming back every week and, I wanna, and, and listening. Go ahead. Yeah. I want to say one more thing. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm wearing a hat from the boys from North Texas crop protection. And I want to thank them for giving this fancy hat. You can't see it, Jason. You haven't seen it yet, mm -mm. but it is. Uh, it's got a leather patch on the front. Man. And North Texas Crop Protection. You remember them? They yep, were. I do. Our that were they our first guest or no? Second Chicken second? Strips was our first. Okay, they were our second guest on uh, interview mm -hmm. on the Late Night Vision Show. Good boys from North Texas. They sent me down a nice hat. And uh, I'm wearing it right now. So give it though. You can find those guys on Instagram, NTX Crop Protection. So give them a give them a follow and a and a, a nice little hello from us over here at the late yeah, night. They're good show. guys, absolutely. Yep. So folks, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for tuning in, listening to uh, Hans and I shoot the bull, and uh, we had a good time. We hope that 
uh, you enjoyed it. And we hope that you come back every week. Please subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And we will be back next week. We've got some big things planned in the coming weeks. And we're excited for some of the episodes that we know will be airing. So check back every week. And as always, we ask you to stay safe in the fields and keep making those bacon pancakes. <laughs>